Today on Ruta Daily, we give you five sections of the Bible we think you'll want to read first. Welcome to Ruta Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and getting started with regular Bible reading can be intimidating. It's important, and I've linked in a show notes why... Uh, it is so important with an earlier episode. But that doesn't mean that it's not difficult. You know, there's questions about where to start. Do we start in Genesis or Matthew, somewhere else? How fast should I be reading? What if I don't understand what I'm reading? Is that doing me any good? And so to make this a little easier, I want to give you a highlights reel of sorts to get you started in rooting yourself in the Word of God with five passages from Scripture that walk you through this Christian hope that we have. So let's dive right in with the first. Number one, John chapter 19, verses 17 through chapter 20, verse 29. And we're starting with a larger section here because this is the section that makes the rest of the Bible meaningful. You know, John 19 and 20 tell us about the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ, which is the whole foundation of our hope. This was what was prophesied in the scriptures, like when Isaiah revealed that the Messiah would bear our suffering and be pierced for our transgressions and crushed for our iniquities in Isaiah 53. And God declared that Jesus was his son in Matthew 3:17, who would suffer these things, and Jesus himself confirmed this identity in Mark 14:61. When the high priest asked him, "Are you the Messiah, the son of the blessed one?" Jesus responded, I am, and you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One and coming on the clouds of heaven. So Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and we will see him on the right hand of the Father. We can be assured of that today. But before the resurrection, despite all of this evidence, even the witnesses of Jesus weren't sure that this was God's plan. In Luke 22, we're told that Peter went so far as to cut off the right ear of the servant of the high priest because he didn't understand that Jesus had to die. And within this text here in John, after the resurrection, Thomas couldn't believe that Jesus truly was who he said he was. So John 19 and 20 are the whole foundation of our faith because they show us that, yes, in fact, Jesus of Nazareth is the Son of God. And though he allowed mankind to put him in a grave, he didn't stay there. Just like those who died to their past to follow him, we won't be bound by the grave, and we will rise up to eternal life with him at the judgment. Number two is in Matthew chapter 22, verses 34 through 39. And this one's important because Jesus says it is. You know, the Pharisees, they had their pages and pages uh, or maybe scrolls on scrolls of religious text. And even if they were forced to narrow that list down, they couldn't go farther than the Ten Commandments given to Moses. And so here, as recorded in Matthew, they employ this scheme to trap Jesus. And at this point, the Herodians and the Sadducees, they had already had their chance to trick Jesus. They asked him his opinion on taxes and how marriage would work after the resurrection, but they failed, and they were amazed by his answers each time. But now they ask him to do what they didn't think was possible— narrow their system of laws to one. Matthew chapter 22, it says, Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? 
And from what we can gather, without hesitation, Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Now, all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Jesus said that loving God and loving others sums up everything else. So that sounds to me like a pretty good reason it would make a list of five things to read first. Number three, Acts chapter two. Once we have our foundation, our roots in the death and burial and resurrection of Christ, and we understand his fundamental teaching to love God and love others, we turn to how this faith was applied in the first people who heard it. This makes up a large portion of our New Testament, and while many of the letters we have are focused on the complications and the trials that rocked the early church, Acts 2 describes an incredible beginning to the body of Christ. Right from verse 1, we read, When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. And suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. And they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. What an awesome beginning to Christ's church. If you continue reading, you'll see that Peter stands up along with the other apostles and he preaches a sermon for the history books. Uh, in it, he shows his audience how the death of Christ was foretold, how they were complicit and responsible for that death but also how God had a remarkable plan for them and how he has a plan for us today. Yet Peter tells them in verse 36, Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. And when the people heard this, they were cut to the heart. And they said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? And Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. What a day that must have been. And I think it's a day that is worth reading about. Number four, James chapter four, verses 13 through 17. It's important to see why all of this matters. You know, we're bombarded by people telling us that we should uh, do something or think something or say something all the time. So why is the gospel any different? And James writes, you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. The gospel doesn't just fade away like everything else in this world. We don't know what will come tomorrow because our life is just a mist, but we can have hope in Christ who is the same yesterday and today and forever. Number five is 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 through 27, because all of this can be concluded by Paul here in 1 Corinthians. Jesus Christ, he allowed himself to be crucified and he rose. The church was started with power. The gospel is a reliable source of information and therefore, insert 1 Corinthians chapter 9. There he writes, do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get 
the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training, and they do it to get a crown that will not last. But we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body, and I make it my slave so that after I preach to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. This is the conclusion of the gospel. Run like you're in a race, and you're running to win. Now, these are just a few sections that I would suggest starting with, but the Bible is comprehensive in its scope. Anything and everything that you need to know can be found within the covers, but you have to open it. So what five passages from God's Word would you recommend to someone to read first? I'd love to hear from you in the comments, and that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily, and I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's Word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure that others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.